Hey, welcome in everybody. This is the South Rock Football Guys podcast. With you as always, it is Evan, Robbie, and Adam. Coming off a stellar performance in the divisional round, at least in terms of our picks, we are back for the NFC and AFC championship games this weekend. Ready to break it all down for you guys. Um, before we get into all that, uh, Robbie, Adam, how are we doing this week? I know it uh, can't be too bad based on our, our picks. Yeah, I think the best four teams are in the in the championship game, which always is good. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. You know, it should be exciting weekend. You know, the both these games probably should be close. Hope they'll be close at least. Yeah, yeah. You, I don't think you could have read up a better script for these final two uh, championship matchups in the AFC NFC. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Especially when you look at the quarterbacks in each matchup. You know, that's that is like script worthy right there. Yeah, I, I'm really uh, excited about the prospect of uh, both these games this weekend. I mean, should be a lot of points get put up on the board uh, to, you know, all four teams can uh, really uh, score in bunches and uh, you know, yeah, lot, just lots of talent on the football you know, field. Uh, great narratives too with uh, Tom Brady involved and, and Rogers uh, and Mahomes and uh, Allen on the other side. So it's, it's going to be a good weekend. ESPN's going to get their fill. They're going to fill in the narrative. So uh It'll, it'll be fun, though. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, before we get into uh, our divisional round recap and our look into uh, the championship weekend games here, uh, let's take a look at the news. All right. Um, in terms of injuries last week, uh, I'll just go over the main one. Uh, Pat Mahomes obviously leaving with the concussion. Um, I know he practiced in full the last two days. Um, still in the protocol, but I, from from what we've been seeing, all signs point to him being availability uh, available to go for for Sunday, which is uh, great news. Um, we have a lot of head coaching hires. Uh, I think the only team that haven't made the hire yet are the Texans, and that's because they're a dumpster fire. Uh, we'll start off with the Lions getting our boy Dan Campbell. PC principal, uh, Chargers uh, hiring Brandon Staley, uh, defensive coordinator for the Rams, uh, Falcons hiring Arthur Smith, offensive coordinator for the Titans, the Jets are getting our, another one of our favorites, uh, Bro Salah, uh, Robert Bro. Salah, um, defensive coordinator for the 49ers, Jags made the big big landing, they got the big uh, big fish, Urban Meyer to come down to Duval county uh coach them boys up and then uh just happened today eagles hired nick sirianni the offensive coordinator for the colts um yeah that's that's it for the coaching hires and then um we had one big retirement uh i have here on the the notes felipe rios uh it's philip rivers <laughs> for our <laughs> for our american fella affiliates <laughs> Uh, he has called it a quit. Quits after 17 years in the NFL, and after 17 kids. So. Round of applause there for Philip Rivers. I was thinking about the the Jay Cutler, Philip Rivers rivalry today, and I thought Jay got the best out of him multiple times. I remember, at least as a Bear, he was, he always he always got him. Yeah, there was a you know sass overload when those two were on the field <laughs> together. <laughs> oh man. Like Eighth grade school girl. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for the news, Adam. Yeah, uh, 
lot of coaching hires, as we know. The uh, coaching carousel moves quick in the NFL, and teams try to lock up all their uh, future hires really before the, the postseason ends. The Eagles hire, uh, just because it happened today, is, is interesting to me. Uh, my initial thought on that is interesting how they're going to a Frank Reich disciple there, so maybe maybe their offensive scheme won't change too much since, um, you know, essentially Doug Peterson was using uh, something that Frank Reich essentially built in Philadelphia anyway. So uh, I imagine it should be pretty similar, maybe not a huge learning curve for uh, the offensive players on that team. But, uh, yeah, that remains to be seen. With that, though, guys, let's get into our divisional round recap, um, and we'll go game by game for this one because uh, it was a great weekend for us. So we'll start with our uh, our locks of the week. Adam, you had Bucks money line. Well done, sir. And it's two money lines in a row so far this playoffs locked up, and both both have hit. Both haven't been close. So yeah, I, I will do. Say I do I, another one this week. I I was worried. I'm. I was. I mean, we were all all on the Bucks money line, and once I saw Jameis coming in, I was worried he was in the, for the rest of the game, and that was gonna just Jameis was gonna kill her. Well, that would have gave them a better shot to win. That's what I thought. That's why I was so scared even before he threw that pass. But you know, it's, it's, it's a tr- trick play. It's it's a little sad for me to watch teams like the Colts and the Saints go out with these quarterbacks that probably don't give them the best chance of winning, but you can't pull them out. Yeah, um, it's tough. You know, the Colts, they had a really good team this year, um, definitely hampered by their ability to stretch the field. And, you know, you saw that last week with the Saints. You know, they could not throw the ball downfield with Drew Brees in there. And, you know, that it really, you know, shortened the field for the Bucks defense and, you know, caused them to lose the game. So I expect to hear from Drew Brees that he's going to retire at the end of this season. I, I, I have a hard time believing he's going to come back for one more year. Yeah, he looked done. Uh, he looked absolutely done at the end there. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, great, great call, uh, Adam, on Buck's money line. I mean, your argument really kind of put me over the top and uh, persuaded me on that. And, Robbie, I know you were on it as well. So that was a great hit for us. Uh, Robbie, your lock of the week, uh, Rams-Packers over 45 and a half. Yeah, not, not really that close. Yeah, There's just a lot of points going on early, so. Felt pretty good about that one. Yeah, good call. Um, that was another, uh, you know, pretty interesting game. It just, you know, Packers jumped out on them early and, and uh, you know, just kind of came to light that the Rams offense wasn't going to be able to keep up. And, um, you know, maybe something to think about for uh, this week's matchup, but that Packers D isn't necessarily a slouch of a unit either. Uh, you know, they've got a lot of playmakers on that side of the ball, so, you know, they can... They can keep the score low if they need to as well. So, uh, you know, we'll see. But, uh, you know, in any case, last week the over wound up hitting thanks to uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, just you know throwing dimes out there. Uh, finally, um, I had Bills minus 2.5 as my lock of the week. Got a little bit of help uh, from a, a Lamar injury on this one. But, uh, yeah, fortunately that, that wound up hitting as well, you know, the game really turned on a dime when Lamar threw that pick six. They were yeah, like, on the huge. 10 yard line, uh, down seven. So they were the- theoretically going in to tie the game. Lamar throws the pick six. Next offensive play from scrimmage for the Ravens after the uh, score by the Bills. Uh, snap goes over Lamar's head, and, uh, you know, it, the, the game was completely changed at that point. Lamar takes the tough hit on the head as he, 
uh, recovers the ball on like the two yard line, and, and we never saw him again. From that point over, you know, the game was the game was over at that point. Um, so got a little fortunate there with Josh Allen, but I still think they had a pretty good chance to cover that two and a half, even if Lamar uh, did come out. Bill's defensive unit really did a good job of containing him yep. um, in yep. that game. So. Yeah, they're they're looking pretty good before that point. So I, I think that, that was a good call. Oh, good yeah. call for sure. And then, uh, guys, I think it'd be a little bit remiss if we didn't at least discuss uh, Browns Chiefs. So uh, we were all in the Browns. Um, I had a bet in on the under 57, which wound up uh, hitting thanks to that Mahomes injury. But uh, I think it would have hit without it. Even. Yeah, you know, it mean, had a, it had a chance to hit without, for sure. Not a high score by what that line of fifty seven. Yeah, it, it was a good call right there. Yep. Um, big so. big swing on that fumble, Higgins fumble, both on <laughs> oh, the yeah. over under line and just overall in that game. I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I thought the Browns outplayed the Chiefs. They're I grounded. Mean, I, I second half, I'd say so. I mean, like. I know Chiefs sort of got out a little early, but I, I mean, I thought offensively, I thought the Browns were able to move the ball more consistently than the Chiefs. I know with Mahomes going out, sort of changed things, but man, I thought the Browns played well enough to win that game. Yeah, at the end, um, it it almost felt like inevitable that the Browns were going to get the ball back and uh, unbelievable play calls by yeah by Andy Reid. I mean, Henny just with that scramble, yeah, um, you know, it's just wild. So. Um, yeah, that was another crazy game, but, uh, you know, to recap guys, I mean, there's no way, uh, no way to cut around this week. We had a great week. Um, we really didn't miss on anything here. Um, I know I had a parlay in, uh, I wound up making about a good 150 bucks last weekend on all of this. Robbie, I know you had a parlay in as well. Yep. Uh, so yeah, one for each one pick for each game too. I think we both did. Yep. Yep. So completely different picks, except for the Bucks money line at the end. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was a was a really good week for us. So we're gonna look to continue that here with the uh, championship games. Um. Before we get into that, Robbie, you uh, had a good point that maybe we should revisit our preseason Super Bowl matchups and uh, who we thought our winner would be. So, uh, Adam, who did you have uh, at the beginning of the year? Well, I have a, a good and a bad one. <laughs> in the AFC, I had the Bills, so they're obviously they're still alive and in the in the hunt. Um, you know, I just thought Josh Allen taking a next step would propel them, and it it really has. Uh, and then on the NFC, I had the the Cowboys. Um, their season did not go as planned. Um, I'm sure I'm sure Jira wasn't too thrilled, but I mean the deck injury, uh, Mike McCarthy being your head coach, it really limits you, but. Um, yeah, what would you guys? What were you guys' predictions? Preseason. Uh, my, yeah, mine was uh, wasn't one is wasn't as close with you there, but you know, AFC had the Ravens. Thought they'd come through, win it all. You know, um, after watching Lamar Jackson last year, but uh, you know, just just a little short. But that's all right. Um, the NFC was not great either. You know, I I had the Forty ers and you know they got absolutely destroyed by injuries, but. Uh, yeah, they they didn't really have much of a fighting chance at come like halfway through the season for like playoffs. So yeah, yeah, I think the injury bug hit that team harder than any other team in the league this year. Yep. Well, Adam, uh, one of us will be right on the AFC side. I had Chiefs and the Saints going into the Super Bowl with the Saints uh, being my pick to win it. 
Um, so yeah, obviously Chiefs still alive. Uh, Saints had a good run there, but you know they were battling injuries of their own, and uh, you know just Drew Brees kind of ran out of gas. If we kind of think back on our maybe misses here, I don't think any of us really pack. saw the pack um, being as dominant as dominant <laughs> as they really were. Like just an all around you know talented, well balanced team. You know with the run game, pass game, and defense. Um, you know, maybe just a teaching moment, uh, for myself really is just, everybody was kind of down on Rogers after, you know, one bad year in his first time in a new offense. So, you know, just, you know, maybe something to remember as we go into next season and storylines change and maybe good players who didn't quite have a, a great season this past year, uh, due to, you know, maybe change in scheme or things like that. Maybe uh want to think twice about about writing them off because uh, Aaron Rodgers proved a lot of people wrong. Yeah, it's pretty scary that you know that you're talking about last year's team. I mean, that team made it to the NFC Championship, you know, and this year's team is by far a better team. So uh, watch, watch out, Bucks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're facing a whole different animal. Yep. But uh, I think that's a great primer to get into our uh, our championship preview here. So game one, uh, we've got the Bucks heading into Green Bay to take on the Pack. I mean, there's nothing like an NFC Championship game at Lambeau Field. Packers are three and a half point favorites at home, and the over under in this one is set at fifty one. Adam, I'm going to have you start it off. What do you see taking place in this one? Uh uh, I'm going to start off. I think we might have a little bit of a weather situation in this game. Um, looks like there probably is going to be some snow either before the game or during the game. Um, so it's going to be, you know, one of those classic Lambeau uh, January winter games that, you know, everyone everyone's looking for. It's the matchup that everyone wanted, Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. You know, we've only seen it, I think, what, three times ever, uh, first time in the playoffs. Um you know, game of the year for sure um, between these two uh, Hall of Famers, and you know, the Bucks. The Bucks have uh, they've impressed me the, um, so far this postseason. Their I guess balanced attack. You know, they they were uh, you know going into the playoffs. They're really I guess pass happy. Um, you know, playoff Lenny Leonard Fournette. He's he's getting it going a little bit. Even Rojo uh, looked very strong in his uh, limited limited touches last weekend. Uh, so I think the Bucks are going to be able to move the ball offensively. Um, I just don't know if they can keep up with this Packers offense. Um, you know, I mentioned it before. This Packers team is. I mean, I'd like to know what you guys think, but I this is probably one of the best Packers teams I've ever seen. Um, you know, we watched a lot of Packers teams over the years you know they've had Brett Favre right in there and Rodgers so pretty much our whole viewing lives you know we've we've seen good Packers teams and I don't know if I've seen a better one and they can run the ball down your throat they got three different running backs um you know they got the hard play action where they got you know Devonta Adams the best receiver in the league this year um then they got you know Lazard Tunyon MVS, they got other options to beat you deep too, and then you got the the maestro Aaron Rodgers controlling it all. Um, you know, I think there will be a home field advantage in this game, um, just from the Bucks traveling from the warm weather to the cold weather. Um, there are going to be some fans there. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, all all signs for me pointing towards the pack. Uh, I'm gonna take them, and I'm gonna take them minus three and a half, and it's gonna be my lock of the week. 
But it's a lock. No. Yeah, I like that. You know, I I, I like the Packers here. Uh, three. I'm not three and a half. It's just just that half point. You know, I just getting a little little nervous about. But I'll, I'll side with the pack here. I do think they're going to win this one for sure. Well, we'll see um, about for sure. But I, I'd really like them to win this game um, at home, even though Rodgers has won or lost, what, the last three NFC Championship games he's in. Um, so, you know, this this probably looks like something that's a long time coming for Aaron Rodgers. I, I think he can get it done here. Um, hey thought was uh, kind of funny is that both these matchups actually um you know we saw these uh, two matchups earlier in the season both the Packers playing the Buccaneers and you saw the Bills playing against the Chiefs um and ironically both of these happened in week six earlier on in the season um which I mean just being earlier you know you could it might not be exactly um what you not exactly the same team, you know what I, you know what I'm saying, um, as they are right now. Yep. Um, especially that first Buccaneers Packers game. That that one was just a weird game script. Script, if you guys remember, the Bucks fluky. just two two quick turnovers. Yeah. One 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 for a pick six, and it was sort of over for the Packers. Yep. Um. So I I think especially that game, you can't be looking at um, those particular stats and just be kind of. Seeing how that game flow is going to go, I I I know the Bucks just kind of dominated the Pack earlier this year, but I think the Packers are going to have it on, have have their number this time around. Um, for me, you know, I've been looking at a lot of these uh, uh, player props, so you know I've got quite a few of them here. Uh, I'll I'll, sh- I'll share a couple of them from this game right now. Um, so first of all, um, you know, kind of Adam, you kind of mentioned this with your potential snow you know um I, I think that might have a little effect on the throwing and if you know the Packers have been pretty good against the pack like pass but um in this one you know I saw Tom Brady he's got a line of 287 and a half yards I think he's going to be under that one um I, I especially with the snow I I think they're going to be having a little more trouble throwing the ball here um you know, uh, another one I'm looking at is Devontae Adams. Um, his his over under is at 89 and a half, and you know, this one's this one I'm on the fence for. Um, but I think that one might go under too. You know, it's kind of tough because you you think that this might be a one where Rodgers just feeds Devontae Adams, but you know, the Bucks um, they ha- even though they have let up some big games to wide receiver ones like that one big monster Tyreek Hill 260 something yard game um they lately heading in the playoffs they've kind of been a lot better so I think generally this might be under this one's I'm on the fence for but one I really love for this game right here um and is Aaron Jones and his over under rushing yards is 61 and a half this Bucks rush D is just—it's a great rush defense. Um, teams usually have problem running the ball on them. They have to find a different way to get past them. And Aaron Jones—I mean, especially if you've ever owned him in fantasy—you uh, know that he can have some real boom, big boom games, but he can also go quiet in certain games. And I think this is a game against this defense where he might go quiet. So I am loving the under. 
here, and um, you know, I'm gonna lock this one up. But it's a lock. No. Especially since, um, you know, the Packers—they've been using Jamal, not not only Jamal Williams, quite a bit, but getting AJ Dillon in the mix to see what they have in him. I wouldn't be surprised even if they do get up a lot. Um, the Packers, I, I don't think they're going to solely just run the clock down with Aaron Jones. I think they've got a whole bunch of other guys to run with. And, you know, I think that's a, it doesn't seem like a big number, 61 and a half, but I think in this situation it is. I agree with that. I think, yeah, if as long as you, Aaron Jones doesn't break a long one, I think that that's that one I like being pretty safe pick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially with the weather, um, you have to think it'll be tough for uh, the running backs to get their footing going out there. Uh, if in fact it is a snow game, as as Adams calling for here, um, yeah, I I think I agree with you. I I actually I'll, I'll just kind of turn this into my breakdown of the game. I think this is going to be a pretty defensive struggle. Um, I really like the under in this one. Uh, for weather reasons, I just have a feeling that the uh, Bucks are going to come out and struggle against this defense. Um, I, I don't see the Bucks get more than 17 points in this game, um, which might be, I guess, maybe my hot take of the of the weekend uh, for these games. But um, I, I just I think this pack D is going to shut them down. I, I love the pack minus three and a half here. I'm seeing a score or something in the range of 27-17 or 20. Uh, 24, 14, something along those lines. I think it'll be pretty low scoring. I like the under, like the Packers at home here. Um, I just think uh, they're they're just too much, uh, too well rounded. Um, you know the fact that they're going to be at home and and I know Tom Brady has played uh, some games in cold weather and has won some big games in uh, in January, but uh, <laughs> you know Leonard Leonard Fournette's not a guy that's. Uh, really liked the snow in the past so uh you know we'll, we'll see if uh if he's having issues uh with the winter weather but um i i think uh i think the packers are a pretty safe play here i'd be surprised if they didn't come out of this game uh winners uh you know still should be a pretty good game though um you know i think you're you're probably right in terms of the props robbie um i think the unders kind of across the board just might be a, a good play here. But at least for my money, I, I, I'll i be betting on the Packers uh, minus three and a half here. I, I think it's a really good number to get them at. Um, if you're less comfortable on it or you're worried about overtime or something, just buy it down to three. I mean, it's close. You're not going to pay that much to do it. Um, but uh, I, at the end of the day, though, I, I do think it's going to be a defensive struggle. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh we're all on the Packers, uh, so interesting. You know, we've we've been high on this team all year, and uh, based on that, you know, why why stop now? We're gonna pick them to go into the Super Bowl here, so uh, you know, we'll see what they can do. Anything else on this game, guys? You uh, want to touch on before we move on? No. All righty. Uh, next game up, it is the Buffalo Bills taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are three point favorites at home in Arrowhead. Uh, there'll be fans in the building for this game as well, and the over/under is 54 in this one. Um, I'll start off, guys. I uh, been high on the Bills here for for some time, and uh, I'm I'm gonna stick with it. 
I don't think there's a team in in the league. Um, I think the team that's probably only close to clicking on all cylinders is the Bills right now, is the Packers. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I just think the Bills have a ton of confidence going right now. The only potential concern I really have is, uh, you know, this is Josh Allen's first real, like, massive game of his career. I mean, young guy, uh, you know, really just uh, trying to get into the Super Bowl for the first time. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be nerves on his part. But I think he's got what it takes here. I think he's got the mental makeup to go out there on the road and, and win a big road playoff game. Um, I've just been really impressed with, with uh, what he's been able to do offensively with this team and, and defensively for the Bills. I mean, uh, they've been clicking for the last five or six weeks as well. Uh, they're starting to shut the run game down, and uh, you know they've got great corners on the outside. Uh, you want to talk about another great uh, defensive back wide receiver matchup? It's Tre'Davious White and Devontae Adams, yeah, uh, uh, potentially in the Super Bowl. Uh, I'd love to see that. Um, but you know, in this instance, interesting to see you know if if they're going to be who's going to wind up covering um, um, Tyreek Hill, and uh, you know if. We'll see them uh, maybe stick Norman on him. I know he's been in the slot a lot this year, so might see him on him, or maybe they uh, shadow uh, Tyreek with Tredavious White. Uh, from the linebacker uh, perspective, I know uh, Tremaine Edmonds, he was uh, battling a little bit of an injury, but he's a limited participant so far on the injury report, so it looks like he's good to go. Uh, otherwise, I mean, Beasley's looking like he's going to play. I think there's just a lot of things moving in the in the Bills' favor here. Uh, so I'll actually like a money line. Uh, Chiefs Chiefs had me concerned a little bit last week. You know, we're not sure how mobile Mahomes is going to be uh, battling what might be turf toe. Um, so so we'll see. Uh, but I, I just I really like the Bills here. I got a good feeling that uh, Josh Allen's got what it takes to get this team a road victory and, and send them to the Super Bowl. So I'm taking Bill's money line and I'm locking it up. But it's a lock now. Adam, I'll turn it over to you. What are your thoughts? I'd I like the Chiefs here, uh, minus three. Um, I'll touch on the weather for this one too. I, this one looks like it could be a really rainy game. Um, you know, I I think that maybe has a, uh, a Chiefs benefit. Just, uh, I mean, the Bills, their Achilles heel all year has been, you know, not being able to run the ball, I think maybe it comes back to bite them here. Um, Chiefs actually looked pretty good running the ball against the Browns, which uh, sort of surprised me with uh, Damian Williams. Uh, yeah, I, I think just the way that that Chiefs game ended, I think was a huge momentum boost for the for the team. You know, not having Mahomes, um, you know, Andy Reid still having confidence in his team to win and not just you know sit back. They they took that win. Um, didn't even allow the Browns to get the ball back. Um, I, I just think that this Chiefs team offensively has a little bit too much firepower. And, you know, both defenses are pretty good. Both defenses seem to make big plays. Um, so, uh, I mean, I, I, I really think this game is going to flip on a defensive play, not not so much an offensive play. Um, sort of like what the Bills, Bills game last week with their pick six in the red zone. Um, but I just think, you know, trusting which quarterback, I, I trust Mahomes more so than Josh Allen. Um, Josh had a pretty good game last week. Uh, I wouldn't say he had a great game. Um, you know, didn't really throw for a lot of yards, um, even though they attempted close to 40 passes. 
Uh, I, Bills Bills have had a great run this year, or they're 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 still in it, um, and very much could win. But I I just think they're coming up against a team that's just a little bit better than them and um, better equipped to win at home. Um, you know, I I really really think that the Bills um, they might their lack of a run game might get exposed here, and uh, you know. I, if Josh Allen can, you know, throw the ball 50 times and Bills pull out this win, then then I'll, I'll be wrong on this one. But I'm, I'm leaning the Chiefs because of that. For me, um, you know, it, when I was doing all these uh, prop research, for, uh, player prop research, um, you know, I was looking at a lot of the data. And, you know, for both in this game, uh, both these defenses, you know, Kind of looking at the stats, uh, they they kind of showed like how these uh, defenses have been improving second half going into this playoff. So, um, jet in this game right here, you know, it, this is what's what's the over under right now? Fifty four. Um, I I like the under here, um, and especially more so for the Chiefs. You know, they're they're actually the ones that kind of surprised me even more because you know I kind of got the 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 feeling that. Um, the Bills have been their defense has been shaping up and you know getting better for playoffs, but you know uh, Chiefs were actually very sneakily good um, as as far as the stats go. Uh, one thing that is actually getting me a little concerned about this game is on the injury report, and I'm not talking about Pat Mahomes, but I'm talking Brashad Breland because this cornerback um, duo of the Chiefs have been great this year, Brashad Breland and. Charvarius Ward, uh, they've just been amazing, just shutting guys down, um, which would absolutely help them because I, I feel like the Bills' one main guy that they go to is Stephon Diggs, and if they can find a way to st- shut him down, which I think they have a chance to, I, I think they got a good chance of winning here. Um, but while these two guys have been great on the outside, um, their slot play has been very questionable, so one prop I like looking at, well, currently right now it's at minus 140, but I like really like the Cole Beasley over four and a half receptions here. I think they're going to be trying to feed him a lot because, you know, they're they're going to be shutting every other outside option down. Um, but, and, you know, Stefan Diggs is over under right now looking at six, 96 and a half, and if Breland plays, I, I'm probably taking the under here. I think this Chiefs defense is going to shut them down here. Um, and, you know, one more big one that I'm thinking of, you know, I was kind of, uh, I'll say I was all over Travis Kelsey having a big game this um, past weekend, but um, I'm one of them I'm looking at is actually Kelsey getting under seven and a half receptions. Um, and this is regardless of who starts between Mahomes and uh and, uh, wow, I can't even think. Henny. Henny, yeah. Henny. Um, but, yeah, this this Bills defense, um, they've it's kind of shown that, especially in the stats, too, that they've kind of been, as far as covering the tight end, they've kind of maybe been a little more aggressive in that they'll limit uh, the uh, targets being completed to tight ends. But, you know, when they do get completed, they get burned pretty bad. So they have a pretty high uh, uh, yards per reception compared to typical. But, you know, 
Kelsey only needs a couple of receptions to make a big impact here. So um, I, I think he'll stay under seven and a half for what it's worth. First game they played, you know, he only had five receptions against them. But again, that was early in the season. So I'm trying not to take too much note of that first game for either of these matchups. But um, overall, I, I, I do think this Chiefs team is, if they if Mahomes is playing, I, I think they could outplay this Bills team you know this this Bills team I don't not sure they have enough weapons on offense to really um impact this defense that much this defense I'm, I just think has been very good um so I'd like the Chiefs here overall yeah I mean I, I guess I disagree with you on the offensive firepower of the Bills I mean they've got good weapons on the outside I mean it's not your maybe household superstar names. I mean, Stephon Diggs has, you know, been amazing. But, uh, you know, Smoke John Brown, uh, you know, he's no Gabriel slouch. Davis and Gabriel has Davis good. has been yeah. very good. Cole Beasley coming back into the mix. Um, I'm not going to come out here and say Dawson Knox is a, a explosive Stunning. tight end or anything like that. But, uh, you know, he's, he's capable, and, and he's made some plays for him this year. So, I, you know, my concern would be – if this game really turns into a slop fest in the rain and if it's just coming down, um, on the one hand, you know, it, it's probably better for Allen than Mahomes just because Allen will be able to have a little bit more mobility in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, I probably have more faith in the Chiefs' ability to run the ball right now than I do uh, the Bills. So it's a toss-up there, um, but... I haven't really been thrilled with the way that the Chiefs have looked on the offensive side of the ball. They've been pretty inconsistent, uh, really, for since maybe about week 13. Um, and uh, I, I just think that uh, they're leaving the door open for, for good teams to stick around and, and play them close. And, um, you know, I think this is going to be a very different game than what we saw in week six. And I expect the Bills to you know, come in here, show up ready to play and, and make a great game of this. And, um, you know, I think they can cover three. And at that point, you know, if, if you think you, if you think a team can make it that close, you might as well just take a money line. Um, definitely. So that's, I mean, that's where my head's at, but, um, you know, really, really thinking that the bills, um, are going to come out and keep this game close. I don't see a blowout happening here. I'd be really surprised if, if the Chiefs just ran away with it uh, for sure. But um, with regards to the props, you know, I think Travis Kelsey, that under seven and a half catches on one hand, you know, if it's if it's really raining, then you're probably seeing limited pass attempts. But on the other hand, um, you know, passing volume probably goes down on the deeper targets and the safety valve type guys, tight ends, backs out of the backfield, those targets probably go up. Um, so you could see higher utilization there. I don't know. I'd have to think on that. I'm not necessarily sure I'm ready to say Kelsey under 7.5 is something I would I would go on yet. But, um, you know, it, it should be a really good game. I don't know. Adam, any, any closing thoughts on this one? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited for these two games. I think, um, you know, hopefully we're gifted with two really good games. Um, you can't ask for better matchups. But, um, yeah, I'm just uh, just ready to see who the uh, Super Bowl – what Super Bowl is it? 
Oh, no, gosh. 50-something. Yeah, we're like 54. <laughs> it's in Tampa, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah just what that matchup's going to be in uh, the lead-up into it. The weekend. I'm yeah, going to be all week- over the weekend props. <laughs> we're going to have some weekend props for you. <laughs> How emotional is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, last year um, last year we did a bunch of – we went through a bunch of props. We each had our own picks. Um, we'll probably do something similar this year to get you guys primed and ready. Is fun as the J-Lo one? Oh, the J Lo. Uh, I got ass cleavage. <laughs> that will, hit. Will the weekend have face fillers in for, for this for this performance? I think that's that's a great bet. I don't know if that's out there. I'm willing to handicap it if it isn't. Um, what what would you put it at? Oh, I mean, right now, I, I think that's all for show. I don't think the weekend shows up with face fillers on it. I think I'd put it at like plus one ninety. It's could, like it's possible, but I could see there being this like some wild stuff at the halftime show, just like out there just crazy stuff that the weekend's been scheming up for like three years oh yeah hasn't told anybody i I, don't know yeah like the weekend's gonna come out he's gonna put on a show i'm really excited for that um but yeah both i think the good news is is whatever happens this weekend uh if you take injuries out of the equation um you know, index the Super Bowl should be great. Yeah, I think any combination of these matchups is a Super Bowl. I will be very excited to see. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll we'll gear up for it. Uh, so yeah, Adam, as you said, we'll we'll get a prop episode in. Um, you know, as we break down the Super Bowl, so we'll break down the Super Bowl and all the props for you guys then. Uh, but until then, I mean, we'll just uh, review the pro- or our bets here again real quick for the locks. So Packers minus 3.5 from Robbie. Uh, Ro- or Packers minus 3.5 for Adam was the lock. Robbie had Aaron Jones under 61.5, and I had Bill's money line. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how that works. But otherwise, um, you know, we're all in the pack, and then I'm on the Bills, and Adam and Robbie are on the Chiefs, but that's about going to do it for the episode, guys. Um, wow, that one was really quick. Yeah, quick episode here with only two games to go over. But uh, we'll be back ahead of the Super Bowl to break it all down for you guys then. But uh, until then, enjoy this uh, championship weekend slate of games, and uh, we'll be back to talk over the Super Bowl with you soon enough. <laughs>